G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, so many listeners are surprised when they hear that Vision Christian Radio doesn't just stop on our national borders. In fact, expansion over the past two to three decades has been breathtaking. UCB in the UK, if affiliates in the United States, of course, the foundation goes back to New Zealand. But then there's UCB in the Philippines, in Canada, and the expansion in Africa. And who would ever have thought that starting Christian radio stations would be part of a cross-cultural missionary endeavour? Well, as a listener to Vision, you should know that there is an overflow effect in our immediate region into the nations of the South Pacific and into Southeast Asia. And our very own Ian Warby has been spearhead for working on international expansion as the CEO of UCB Asia Pacific, but he also wears another hat. Ian's also chair of UCB International, and so therefore nurturing expansion all over the world. Ian Warby, it is always a pleasure, but welcome along to 2020. A very good uh, good morning to you, uh, Neil, and to all of our lovely listeners right across Australia. Ian, I know that listeners will be blown away when we talk about this. I've been calling it a breathtaking expansion. And really, when you think of it, this is what's happened over the past two to three decades. Uh, how many nations around the world is UCB now in? We're in over 50 nations around 50 the world. Nations. And uh, last time I looked, I think, um, particularly when it comes to publishing uh, the word for today, over 14 different languages. Although you never know the, the rate of expansion. There might be some new ones that have snuck in. I know of a, of a new one uh, uh, that has just been released in South Africa. Um, so I also serve as the chair of UCB Africa. So I, I get uh, to hear all the wonderful stories that are happening in that uh, continent as well. It's tempting to say, okay, Ian, since you're the international chair, I'm sure you can name all of those 50 nations, uh, but I don't want to ask you that because actually you might be able to. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a list. <laughs> uh, we might talk some more about what's happening around the world, uh, but let's get a little focus just so that listeners know what's happening in our immediate community because UCB Asia Pacific, this is, this is where your, your workday is focused. Uh, on those nations that are just offshore from Australia. Uh, give us an insight into how the expansion's going in the Asia-Pacific. Yeah, sure. So um, uh, myself and Grant Kennedy and Rudy and uh, Steve Munro, and, uh, we're a small team uh, based here predominantly in the Brisbane office. Uh, we share facilities with Vision at the Vision Christian Media Hub, but um, we're responsible for looking after a dozen UCB country affiliates in the Asia-Pacific region. And so uh, probably the longest one that we've been involved with is to our, our northern neighbour of Papua New Guinea. Uh, that's an incredible nation, 7 million people uh, living there, over 800 different dialects and languages. 
Uh, fortunately, most of them speak English as well as the trade language uh, Tok Pidgin. Um, and we've got uh, a, a very large station in the northern province of Sepik uh, out of the, the capital of that province, which is Wewak. And they've been going for now over 20 years. And I'm really pleased to say that they are largely self-sufficient. So one of the goals of UCB is rather than just giving a hand out, we want to give a hand up. We want to help train locals uh, to become media practitioners, to be able to share the gospel through trusted Christian media uh, over the airwaves and through publishing. But now we've seen a huge seismic shift in technology. Uh, even in the poorer developing countries, every man and his dog owns a mobile phone. And so we're looking at uh, developing mobile apps so that people, even if they're not in a FM radio coverage footprint, as long as they have a mobile phone signal, they'll be able to listen to the radio or read the word for today or interact uh, with the local team. So that's that's our, our dream. So we're, we're scattered across the uh, Pacific Islands, as far east as the Cook Islands. Uh, we're right up north in uh, the kingdom of Nepal, uh, where we've got both radio and Word for the Day activities happening there. Also the Philippines. Uh, we have a media training school um, strategic partner called Media Light uh, in Chiang, uh, Chiang Rai in Thailand. And we're working on a few new babies that we're incubating at the moment. And uh, we were hoping last year to make an announcement of the launch, the official launch of UCB Fiji. But because of this thing called the global pandemic, uh, like a lot of organizations, we had a major spanner thrown into the works. Every, you know, offices were closed down and churches were closed and a whole lot of things. So we did manage to get the word for today out across Fiji, but we haven't been able to register to uh, apply for two FM frequencies that we're after, one for Suva and one for Nandi Latoka. We've already ordered the transmitters and the antennas, and we've been working on the radio programming, but we just have to wait for the government to give us the green light to say, okay, you're good to go. Wow. Hey, let me pick up on something here. When you use the words self-sufficient, uh, because, as listeners will know, uh, Australia is a wealthy nation. It, therefore, we probably have quite a wealthy church. And so uh, the thought that we might be involved in mission activity means that lots of uh, Australians contribute into what happens in some of these poorer nations where they typically have a poorer church and so there's not the available dollars to get these sorts of technologies set up. So there must be a process uh, connecting in and of course we're not afraid of poorer nations. Some people might say why don't you just put these on in richer nations and you won't have to worry about fundraising but but it's the poorer nations. They really need to hear this gospel message. Is there a process, Ian, uh, as you say, you know, eventually they become self-sufficient. How does that process work? Well, the process is through uh, replication. You know, uh, you know, the whole discipleship um, program. You know, that um, listeners become believers, and then believers become disciples, and then disciples uh, end up becoming church planters and evangelists, and 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 so on. So there's this whole process of of replication. Uh, and expansion that way. So we do the same thing with the Christian media. So um, we start working with people from local churches who have an interest 
in using media as a way of um, the fulfillment of the Great Commission. You know, Jesus said to go into all the world and to broadcast or proclaim or publish the good news. So we do that. Uh, And then he says to make disciples. So uh, we want to teach. We want to raise people up with knowledge and understanding of biblical uh, principles uh, that we know work. And so we are spending a lot of time trying to uh, bridge the cultural and the language divide because not everyone understands you know, how to run uh, a modern radio organization. So we have to show them how it's done. So we go in and we set it up and we, we show and then they see and then they copy and uh, we write instruction manuals. And now we're even doing short video clips so that Again, everyone's got a phone so they can pick up the phone, download the video off YouTube and they can see, oh, that's how you do that process. And that's how we're involved in trying to train them. The the real challenge though, Neil, as you said, Australia and New Zealand and the UK and America, uh, as Western nations, we are predominantly wealthy. Uh, And so for us to ask people, well, you know, this is a listener-supported ministry or a reader-supported publisher of the Word for the Day, Uh, we rely on the generous uh, donations that people give. But when you're working in a a culture that is subsistence, where people um, are literally living hand-to-mouth, you know, if, if they don't catch fish, if they don't cut down the bananas or grow the rice, or um, dig up the yams or or whatever it is that they need to survive, uh, to then ask them, well, you know, you're listening to a radio station or you're getting a a free copy of this daily devotional that you received at church, we want you to give something. That is a a process that we're working through at the moment. But there is some good news. I've I've got some great stories that I'd love to share with you, but that's how we do it. It's, It's by getting alongside... It's um, them seeing how we do it and then they replicate it and then we let them develop it in their own style because we believe one of the values of United Christian Broadcasters is that we believe the best people to deliver um, Christian media are locals because they will do it in their own culture, in their own language. So by locals, for locals. That's what, that's what our heart is. We're not trying to replicate exactly what they might hear here on vision because a lot of the things we talk about here in Australia wouldn't fit uh, someone living in an island somewhere. They wouldn't understand uh, a lot of the things that we take for granted every day. So when we're talking cross cultures, yes, you've got to reinterpret those principles that are discipleship principles that we can glean from the Bible. Uh, There needs to be that local cultural reinterpretation so that uh, the locals actually grasp that as their own and uh, encourage them onto maturity in the faith so that then they'll take over and be passionate about the ministry. Exactly right. And so, you you know, we're taking the example that we read in the Scriptures where Paul says to entrust to faithful men who will teach others also. So that's what all we're trying to do. We're just trying to impart, you know, um, you know, the, the 20 or 30 years of experience that I've gleaned and that Grant and some of the other team members have gleaned, and then we want to impart it into the locals. And 
one of the ways that we can do that, again, is using technology. We've created a website, which I invite our listeners, if you want to go and have a look at it, you can. It's uh, UCBAP for Asia Pacific dot org. And there you'll see all the colorful photos of all the different projects. You'll be able to listen to the Life FM uh, radio stream. So you'll hear that it has a very much a uh, an island, uh, Pacific Island flavor to it. Uh, but there is a hidden um, menu that we let the locals get access to via a password, and that opens up a whole library of resources. So if they want to see how do I do maintenance on a particular FM transmitter, or how do I install an FM antenna, or how do I write a story and post it on our Facebook page or up on the website, they can go and they can learn from tutorials and pictures and examples and that's we've made that available for them as well and on this issue of how this all gets funded because uh, obviously there'll be listeners who's saying well who pays for all this but of course anyone who has ever given a donation to vision and uh, listeners will know we have some fundraisers called the visionathon they happen a couple of times a year anytime anyone has given a donation they've actually been contributing to this mission work. It's it's a little bit like icing on the cake. It's a, a bonus extra. It's it's a powerful thing that's happening. And for people who are already giving or already have given, uh, this is just something of what's extending with the, the gift that you've given and, uh, and going into a discipleship in other nations. Yeah, it's one of the amazing um, testimonies, I guess, of the miraculous way that God has provided funding and that's through you, the listeners that are out there. So when you give to Vision, uh, you may not realize this, but a, a portion of non-specified donations are set aside for our missions fund, and that's what funds UCB Asia Pacific. And uh, if I can boast in God uh, at the greatness of God's provision, uh, this year we've got an operating budget uh, exceeding $700,000. So um, praise God because, you know, his biblical mandate on the use of the tithe of setting aside a small portion to sow into the work that God's doing, it works. It simply works. And so I just want to honor everyone who's given faithfully, who prays for the ministry and speaks well of us. Thank you, because um, together we're making a difference not only across Australia, but also in our uh, and our neighbours here in the Asia Pacific region and beyond. This is Twenty Twenty with Neil Johnson, helping you make sense of life, culture, and current events from a biblical perspective. Twenty Twenty on Vision Christian Radio. Our talkback line is open on 1-800-316-316 if you want to interact today. Ian Warby, our guest, spearhead for a lot of the international expansion of UCB around the world and in the Asia-Pacific, 1-800-316-316. Ian, let's talk about our near neighbours to the north where the population is in excess of 270 million people. Uh, just a stone's throw almost uh, from northern Australia to Indonesia. 
And this has been quite a significant expansion that's really getting underway now in a significant way. What are your thoughts for uh, for Indonesia and uh, UCB and Christian Radio making an impact there? Sure. Well, we've had a presence in Indonesia since 2007. Uh, UCB Indonesia uh, is incorporated and operates out of the capital of Jakarta. And um, hang on to your seat. Here's something maybe a lot of our listeners didn't know because we we often think about Indonesia as being the world's largest Islamic nation. But there's a Christian television station there called the U Channel that operates out of Indonesia. It's up on Indosat and on a lot of other digital platforms, and they have a potential audience of over a billion people uh, broadcasting boldly uh, the gospel message um, uh, via satellite into homes across Indonesia. But a couple of years ago, um, I had uh, a conversation with some uh, local uh, organizations there that were part of FEBC, Far East Broadcasting Company. corporation or company, and they have uh, an association of Christian radio operators. And this was all uh, a surprise to me. Uh, In fact, they have over 115 members. And so we started a conversation and we said, we want to get alongside and we want to support you guys because, again, a lot of these small stations are operated, I call them Mar and Pa stations, you know, uh, husband and wife, um, they scrape together enough money to get a little transmitter and they start broadcasting um, some Christian content over the airwaves, but they struggle. And so I said, why don't we um, translate the very popular daily devotional, the word for today, because we know in Australia and other uh, places it's been an incredible partnership between the radio you know, the spoken word and the written word. Mm. And through that um, partnership, it can bring a lot of support as well as incredible ministry, particularly in the area of discipleship. And so um, they were sort of all wide open because they, they didn't really know what I was talking about. But we actually took a step of faith. Our board last year approved a grant and we published 20,000 copies of the first edition of the Word for the Day in Indonesia, and we started distributing it through 60 of these radio stations. And um, on top of that, uh, there's another nation which is kind of part of Indonesia but separate, and that's uh, Timor-Leste, just to the north of Darwin. And they also speak Indonesian, um, and so we published uh, 3,000 copies for them. And we're getting some amazing uh, stories. Can I just share sure. a story that happened uh, out of Timor-Leste? Um, I was talking to Pastor Elena, and he said they gave uh, a box of the Word for the Day to a very small, isolated church, quite impoverished. Uh, they live, again, a, a substantial a subsistence lifestyle, just living off the, off the land. Uh, and then the pastor came in and gave them a donation of $500. And I said, oh, was that like in local money? He said, no, it was $500 US. And my jaw dropped. I thought, that is a huge amount of money for a very small impoverished church to give. That's how much they valued and appreciated the resource that was given to them. And they're all reading uh, the word for the day. And and another story that happened was that um, the prison in Dili, which is the capital of Timor, 
uh, uh, just this Christmas, they invited some of the churches to come and um, provide a, a Christmas event. Uh, when the presenters and the radio manager went, everyone recognized straight away that these were the presenters of the radio that they listened to in prison. And so the prison warden got up and he said, wow, he says, you've done so much more than just come and entertain us. We listen to you every morning because every morning you pray for us. You pray for the prisoners every morning and you give out the word for today. And so it was just so wonderful to hear the testimony that was coming back and to, to see the results of what happens when the gospel is sent forth over the airwaves or placed in the hands of people, even people behind um, bars. Partnerships are important, aren't they? Because the UCB operation there in Timor, uh, that was on the back of some early work that another organisation yes. had done. And as you were describing FEBC, only just yesterday we were hearing from FEBC about their operations, Christian radio happening in Ukraine. Yeah. And uh, Kevin Keegan was our guest and uh, describing those things. And I know that listeners will be impressed to know that... It's not just one organisation rowing its own boat, but you've got this tremendous capacity, Ian Warby, for networking and uh, for making friends. You make friends across uh, across cultures and across the world. Uh, these are important aspects for the advancement of Christian radio everywhere. That's true. I mean, the Bible tells us in Psalm 133 that God uh, calls for a blessing when brethren come together and work in a spirit of unity, and that's part of our name, United Christian Broadcasters. You know, we're not the, the divided, we're united. And so we recognize that we're not the only ones working in the, in the gospel harvest field, and we need to uh, work in partnership, and we can complement one another. And so it's our privilege. We work with uh, Reach Beyond, Transworld Radio, FEBC, EBRA, um, uh, Gospel Recording Network, so many other organizations. And we all come together uh, in prayer and we often exchange stories and let people know what projects we're working on and saying, oh, I'm working over there as well. Do you know such and such? And go, yes. And then we can come together and we can work together. Uh, even this whole idea of working in Indonesia, which we know is the world's largest Islamic nation, uh, again, maybe a lot of our listeners would be surprised to know that way back in the 15th to 1700s, uh, yeah, that Dutch and German missionaries went there as part of the Dutch uh, East Indies as they were trading uh, with people in Java and so on. But missionaries went there and planted churches, and some of those church denominations are still there to this day. Let me ask you here, Ian, before we talk about any things to do with, say, South America and other expansion areas that people will be very surprised about, uh, Ukraine is on everyone's mind right now. The Russian invasion, uh, the dreadful atrocities that are happening in that nation and we don't have our own uh, broadcast outfit there and we did hear yesterday of uh, FEBC uh, one of those partners we're talking about but but we do have some uh, insight into what's going on in Ukraine and there's activity going on with the word for today yeah that's right uh, Neil um, uh, about a week or so ago I got a um, uh, an email from 
Nandor, who heads up UCB Hungary, and he's one of those uh, neighbouring countries to the Ukraine. Uh, and he publishes the word for today, and they're involved in internet Christian radio, not only in Hungary, but also in Moldova. And also they've got connections up in Poland. And so he said there are literally hundreds of thousands of Ukrainian refugees that are spilling out over the borders. And uh, many of the churches are handing out food parcels and offering emergency shelter and so on. And he said, we'd love to be able to publish a special edition of the Word for Today. And I think the English translation is... um, Hope and Courage for Troubled Times, something a lot like that. And these are selected readings of um, Bob and Debbie Gass's devotional, but they've selected particular ones to help them. We did a similar thing here in Australia. You might remember with the floods a while back. We had a a special edition of the Word for the Day that was given out to communities as they were devastated by national uh, tragedy and disaster. Well, they wanted to do the same thing. And so UCB UK and Europe and UCB Asia Pacific with the help of Vision Christian Media Australia, uh, we've collectively um, given a gift. And so they're going to be publishing, I think, between thirty and 50,000 copies of the Daily Devotional, which will be handed out and given uh, to these Ukrainian refugees. Now, a lot of people may be surprised to know that a lot of uh, people in the Ukraine are Christians. They may be of the Orthodox uh, persuasion, like like the Russian Orthodox persuasion. And um, we also do publish the Word for the Day in Russian as well as in Ukrainian. And so, again, you know, God is not, um, you know, he's not partisan in any way. We, you know, he says that he wants all people from uh, all nations to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus. And so uh, they're also wanting to make the Word for the Day uh, available in the Russian language as well. Uh, years ago, UCB was operating two high-powered AM services, one out of Moscow and one out of St. Petersburg. And I had the privilege of visiting both of those with the uh, founder, the surviving ha- founder, Hal Short. And it's one of my um, my, my favorite stories is just to tell everyone how we got arrested outside the Kremlin <laughs> when we were there. Yep. And... Um, but later on, we ended up, we, we gifted those two stations to FEBC because, again, we believe that they had the best experience in dealing in that particular culture. And so I, I was really pleased to hear that you were talking to FEBC about their operation in, in that part of the region as well. I think there's going to be some listeners saying, what were you arrested for? Well, it's a bit of a scam. Um, we, I was just, we were just playing tourist. Uh, I was uh, walking along outside the Kremlin Wall, walking towards the flame of the unknown soldier. It was a Saturday. Um, it was about minus 30 degrees. It was even the, the fountains were snap frozen in, with the water in mid-flight. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, these police officers came over and separated Hal and myself and wanted to look at our passports. And they started to scare us to say that we'd done something wrong and we're going to be deported. And then the next minute they said, but you could get lost on the way to the police station. And Hal, who'd been there many years before, he asked the question, well, what will it take to get lost? And they said $50 US each. And so they took us around the corner when we were out of sight of the video cameras 
we gave them the money, they saluted us and sent us on our way. And so we later found out, unfortunately, it was a scam because since the fall of the um, of the Iron Curtain, so to speak, um, many of them during that period of time were impoverished and that's the way they would make a living. And Hal said that was probably about a month's salary uh, for them. They would have divided up amongst themselves. And so it's just a scam they do with Western tourists. Um, but I, I was thinking, oh, boy, I'm going to be writing to Mandy telling her to send me warm socks. I'm in the gulag in Siberia or something yeah. like that. Well, uh, you've had an experience <laughs> that we might only uh, – most of us will read about. Yeah. Hey, when you were wearing your UCB uh, hat, uh, UCB International, and you're keeping connection, and you said that there are 50 nations now, 14 different languages – uh, I'm not sure how multilingual you are, but, uh, but you know, how do you, as the chair, get the nurturing process happening? Is this something you do on a Zoom meeting? Well, we do now. I mean, years ago, we would have an annual uh, conference where uh, we'd fly people in around the world, delegates, and we'd have a conference and there'd be training and prayer and uh, all coming together uh, to get a sense of what are the different uh, UCBs around the world doing, how can we collaborate and work together, what are the needs, where are the new opportunities. But of course, since uh, COVID happened, uh, all of that changed. I mean, I haven't stepped out of the state, let alone out of the country for two years because of the, um, you know, the, the shutdown. Mm. Uh, but praise God, we have technology, we have Zoom and we have Google Meet and we also have WhatsApp. And so uh, on a regular basis, nearly every day, uh, myself and my colleagues here in the office are having Zoom meetings or Google Meet meetings. As a matter of fact, just this morning, uh, we had two already, uh, one with Fiji and one with America. Uh, and so that's how we stay in contact. And then to be a little bit more intentional, to keep a sense of community together, we have a monthly UCB Asia-Pacific family Zoom meeting, and it's our prayer and praise meeting. So we we get online together for a bit over an hour, and we go around. If you've ever seen a Zoom session on a screen, it looks a little bit like the Brady Bunch, all the different squares, everyone looking at each other. And so uh, we'll say, um, we might talk to somebody from the Solomon Islands, and we say, uh, what's your prayer and praise point? And we'll have a representative from there saying, well, the good news is uh, we managed to get the word for today's out. The bad news is that two of our transmitters have stopped working. And then we'll ask someone, say, from um, Port Vila in Vanuatu, would you like to pray for your brothers and sisters in the Solomons? And so on. We'll work around the, the whole group. And so at the end of the day, everyone gets informed about what's going on, what are the good things and what are the challenges, and they all feel that they've been listened to, they've had this opportunity to share their story and to be prayed for, and that's how we keep that sense of community going. And a wonderful network amongst leaders. And, uh, and I'm not sure whether you can reflect on the age of people who are leading some of these. Uh, are they all getting older? Are they middle-aged? Or have you got some uh, some young leaders involved? Uh, I mean, when we talk about that sort of thing, the future is in mind. Uh, what are those, What's the sort of typical age group of these leaders in some of these nations? Yeah, a, a lot of the, the leadership when I, at, at governance, at board level, tend to be older. But the operators, the station managers, the presenters, they tend to be younger. And I must say that the majority of our radio format in the islands, at least, um, is a youth-focused 
format. We actually call it Life FM, although it's spelt different ways. Life FM, uh, L-A-I-F or L-A-E-F or L-I-F-E, uh, depending on which country you're dealing with. And that's because we observe that a lot of the younger people, um, they're getting distracted by all of this uh, you know, online chat and YouTube and Facebook and everything. And sadly, a number of them are drifting away from their traditional Christian values. They're not attending church. They're not reading the Word of God. And so we wanted a way of of disrupting them and intercepting them through the media and getting them to listen to good, wholesome music with a strong Christian message and helping to disciple them and to re-engage them back into church life. Uh, so, yeah, that's 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 part of our strategy in working in a, in a lot of the islands. They call them rascals. What happens is children go to school. Some of them might go to college. Then they leave the village going into the big city because that's where they think the employment opportunities are. Then they find that there is not as many jobs going, so they congregate in gangs, and then they get into trouble. Um, and so uh, they call them rascals. And so uh, in Papua New Guinea, it was a really big problem. And since about 10 years ago, every year now, we get an annual grant from the East Sepik Provincial Government of 50,000 kina, which is about uh, 25,000 Australian dollars. And they say, we know when your radio station is off air because the crime rate goes back up. But when you're on air... It's like you have this calming approach uh, on the community. And as a matter of fact, uh, another good news story was that the the new governor, um, Alan Bird, just made a very generous 100,000 Kina grant to refurbish all the computers and all the equipment in the studio. They invited uh, this governor to come in and speak because the national radio was off air because of COVID. And so out of that crisis, God provided an opportunity. And this governor was so impressed by the quality of our Christian radio broadcast. He said, I'm going to help you guys. And we just couldn't believe it when we were told. And already they've ordered about seven new computers and so on. So God's good. Wonderful when governing authorities recognize the value of the Christian broadcast, that it actually does Uh, change and transform young lives. Hey, we haven't talked about what's happening in South America, Ian. Uh, Expansion moves in South America, in Brazil. Uh, What's your update here? Yeah, well, Brazil's a huge country, over 160 million people, and we've been operating out of Brazil. Uh, Silvia Carmen has been heading that up for many, many years. Um, It's been a struggle, but some of the the great stories uh, of late are that uh, through a mutual connection, we were able to introduce UC Brazil with Trans World Radio. And so now the daily devotional, the word for the day, audio in Portuguese or Brazilian, is being uh, broadcast uh, several times a day, over 250 FM radio uh, stations in a big network right across South America. Um, Also, I've seen photos of uh, boxes of the word for today being transported up the Amazon River into the interior by dugout canoe, um, avoiding you know marauding tribes and the rest of it all. And their destination are a handful of community radio stations where they're distributed and again uh, read out over the local radio station. So 
lots of wonderful opportunities uh, and we have uh, again out of Asia Pacific and Vision Christian Media we've generously um, supported Brazil a couple of years ago you may remember Brazil was the host of the World Soccer uh, Cup we produ- we helped them publish and produce uh, a special edition with the imagery right throughout the, the publication to use as an outreach tool to give out to um, literally millions of people who went to, to see that. And uh, just uh, last couple of weeks, we've committed to getting alongside Brazil to help them uh, to become more self-sufficient because, again, there's this, this challenge. How do you sustain yourself in an impoverished country? And it's not the only nation on the uh, on the South American continent. Uh, the nation of Uruguay. There's some some update there. Yes, just this morning we heard that um, uh, uh, Debbie Gass from you know the Word for Today, her, her representative Phil James. We were having a Zoom meeting this morning, and he was saying this. They're now publishing uh, in partnership with uh, Biblica, which is the the Bible Society. Uh, in South America, and they're doing a hundred thousand copies of the Word for Today and distributing them through the the churches across Uruguay and further north uh, into Mexico. Uh, all sorts of expansion happening everywhere. But uh, let's talk about uh, though what's uh, a different uh, d- dimension here, because when we're talking about the Word for Today and the radio broadcasts and wonderful partnerships with other uh, international broadcasters. It's not just radio, but also television. There's television stations that are happening as a part of a lot of these national enterprises. Yeah, that's right. So um, we have our sister organisation, Rima Media in New Zealand. They have Shine TV, uh, and they first started off as just being a satellite-only uh, television station, uh, and they were on UHF in Christchurch, but now they're um, they're available right across uh, New Zealand. Uh, we have uh, UCB TV in the UK and Europe. Uh, there's also Christian television uh, stations uh, in Africa uh, that we uh, we partner with over there. Uh, I already mentioned earlier uh, that uh, since 2007 we've got UCB. Indonesia with their U channel uh, operating uh, over there. But in America, uh, we have UCB USA, which is now called the Dove uh, Media Group in Oregon, uh, up in uh, a place called uh, Medford, Oregon. And uh, they have taken out for seven years uh, concurrently the National Religious Broadcasters Award of being the number one Christian television station uh, across America, and that's with um, uh, with the, the the small team up there operating, and they have a very unique approach. It's a hybrid approach. They started out as a radio network, but they brought in the uh, the television cameras, and when you tune in, you actually uh, participate in the live radio broadcast as part of their 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 TV format. And so that's quite a new, fresh approach, and it's winning awards. It's winning awards. Great accolades. Hey, something you mentioned a little earlier, uh, I mentioned you wear the the cap for UCB Asia Pacific and also uh, UCB International. You are the the chairman chief 
wonderful to be talking to you today and getting this update for listeners. But you did say you're also, at this point, wearing the chair cap for uh, what's happening UCB in Africa. S- Africa. That's so, right. So uh, the African continent, and it's huge. Uh, what's happening in Africa? So... Uh UCB Africa, they've actually just changed their name to the Word for You Today Africa. Uh, They're based in Johannesburg in South Africa. Um, But we have uh, UCB in um, uh, partners in Nigeria, where even in these hard, difficult times of of COVID, they're still publishing 400,000 copies of the Word for Today across Nigeria. Uh, We're also um, in Tanzania. Uh, in Mozambique, in um, in uh, different languages, both in French and in Portuguese. We're in Botswana. We're in Madagascar. Uh, Radio Andre, it was named after uh, Andrew, the fisherman. Uh, we broadcast there as well. Um, years ago, they suffered terribly with some bushfires that burnt their, their beautiful uh, studio to the ground. And they're, uh, they, they've had to get them re-established. Uh, so the word for today is the main arm now because uh, terrestrial broadcasting across Africa has become incredibly expensive and difficult. And unfortunately, a lot of the, the different countries in Africa are becoming um, oppressive of people using the radio to um to broadcast the gospel message, and they're wanting to overtake it and control it. So uh, the, the, the board uh, last year decided they will continue to look after the existing radio projects that have been planted, but now the big focus is on the Word for Today. They really want to get a copy of the Word for the Day into as many African hands as possible. Amazing developments, amazing expansion. As I said a little earlier when I was promoting our conversation, uh, describing the expansion that's happened over two to three decades as breathtaking, and uh, as listeners have been able to hear the way things have continued to expand, they'll agree, uh, it has been breathtaking. It's happening at a huge speed. It must be difficult to just keep up with it and uh, to be nurturing those relationships, building those leadership areas at a networking level. Uh, Just honour to you, Ian Warby. That is just fabulous stuff. And I know that every listener would love to give you a pat on the back and uh, so many will like to keep you and all the expansion that's going on around the world in their prayers. And just to reiterate, just as we've only got a few minutes left in our conversation, that that anyone who's ever given a gift when there's been a vision-a-thon, uh, they've become supporters of vision. Well, you're automatically supporting the good work of expansion that's going on around the world because of your gift to vision. And that's uh, just something to honour listeners who've been generous in their giving. And that's the sort of missionary endeavour that they're supporting. 50 nations around the world As Ian said, something like 14 languages there. But, you know, even while we're talking about 50 nations, well, listeners will know there's close on 200 nations in the world, and so there's still a lot of work to do. What about the future, Ian Warby? Just, uh, you know, 60 seconds or so on on where we could see things growing into the years to come. Any thoughts here? Yes, we, like a lot of other similar organisations, have recognised that there's been a big change in the way that people get their information. Uh, many years ago, it was the, the newspaper and then AM radio, shortwave, 
Then FM was all the rage, and now we're in the internet way, uh, you know, era, uh, the super information highway, and now that's even become mobile. Um, most people, even if they're poor, have access to a mobile phone, a smartphone, and that means you've got access to the internet. And so uh, we want to be able to replicate what we've done in the old analog terrestrial AM, FM, and uh, printing hard copies of the word for the day. We want to make all of that available on a digital platform. And there's so many of those that are out there. We've mentioned before there's social media like uh, Facebook and WhatsApp. Uh, There's YouTube and Vimeo and other video streaming and delivery platforms. There's podcasts. So these are uh, on-demand platforms so you can listen to your favorite teacher or your favorite um, music segment uh, when you want. But at the same time, we're also wanting to continue the live stream that goes out, but to have it as a safety net. So if the local FM station goes off air and we've done a good job of promoting ourselves, then people know that they can simply pull out their mobile phone and dial in the website and listen uh, and not miss a thing. And so that's the world that we live in. You know, we've become this global marketplace altogether. So the, the, the international borders in one sense don't really exist when you're online because you can be anywhere. So... Uh, we were just talking the other day that when we get these apps up and running, you could be a Fijian, yes, listening in Suva, but what happens if you travel out into the Fijian diaspora to Los Angeles or to, to Brisbane or some other place? You can still tune in to the home Christian radio service, but on your mobile phone. And listeners to Vision all around Australia in something like 760 Uh, different communities, cities, towns and communities, you know you can do the same thing because sometimes if it's a lower power transmitter, you know you can always stream online when you go onto the Vision app. Ian Warby, wonderful insights and great update on things that are going on right around the world. Ian is the chairman of UCB Asia Pacific and also wears that hat as chairman of UCB International and Africa too. Hey, Ian, uh, let me just point people to the Vision website, vision.org.au, because there are links there where listeners can find out more about what's going on internationally with UCB International. Ian Warby, thank you so much for your great update today on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.